0: Welcome to Season 1 of The Chris Hanna Show, where we're going all-in on how to improve your impact, your productivity, and performance. Today's podcast is brought to you by Evolving Management. Isn't it about time that companies and leaders rethink and evolve their approach to managing? Visit evolvingmanagement.com for featured content, blogs, manager toolkits, coaching solutions, and more. That's evolvingmanagement.com. Welcome to another episode of The Chris Hanna Show. Today we're talking about that time when people are so excited, yet sometimes so anxious and scared in their career, that they don't want to admit it, it's when they get promoted. This is from the perspective of maybe being promoted into a role as a leader. You know, how do you start to lead your new team, your function, your department as a new leader? There could be times where maybe one day you were part of the team, but now you start to oversee it. That's a tricky situation that a lot of people face. I've seen that throughout my own career. Heck, I've been in that spot throughout my career, being part of the team and the next day being someone who's then responsible and accountable for the output and the actions of a group. There's a little bit of excitement that obviously comes with being promoted, but there's also some of that fear or that anxiousness or concern that might happen too. The last thing that somebody wants to feel is that they are exposed or that they're perceived as incompetent or not worthy of such a promotion. Whether someone's going into a leadership position or not, there's always some of that feeling of the maybe in the imposter syndrome. Or am I going to be found out that I don't have the experience or knowledge that is required in order to succeed? Perhaps. But I think it's about how to overcome some of those challenges. Far too many people get promoted into roles, and then they think that they need to know all the answers right away. The truth is they don't need to know all the answers. They need to be resourceful and humble enough to ask for help, to work with others, to get the answers, to find the answers. That's what it's more about. So when people get promoted into being leaders, there's some things that they need to remember to do. So what I would like to go through here as part of this episode is I want to talk through Some of the things that are required when you are promoted into a leadership position. First thing you want to do is to actually set the tone with your team. And that begins by introducing yourself and establishing yourself as a leader. It's important to meet with your team both as a group and individually to explain who you are, how you operate, your communication style, maybe your management or leadership style if you've already built some of that out and you know what you're looking for. Don't underestimate the importance of that initial interaction. I've seen people get promoted into leadership positions at various levels throughout different companies and industries over the years where they get promoted, but then they hang back and they don't actually ingratiate themselves with the team until weeks or sometimes even months later. By that point, the rest of the team has started to lose respect for that person or they started to even realize they're not really the leader of this group. So the more that someone can make sure that they are there right from day one, Introducing themselves, making sure that people know who they are, but also making sure that they feel welcome, the better position that leader is going to be as they move forward. It's important to set expectations from the get-go, too. There's expectations that might need to be set around performance, productivity, quality, attitude, etc. What I find that a lot of leaders lack in doing in some of these initial conversations is giving enough guidance and direction to people to let them know, like, here's the things that matter most to them and that would help make sure that they as employees have increased abilities to get more responsibility or opportunities for development. The more that they can succeed, like, what is the success criteria that's required in order to Maybe even have less guidance on anything. There might be even more trust developed or less frequent one-on-ones when people start to understand what is important to you as a leader. Ultimately, I don't think anyone really likes micromanagement. I guess I should strike that. There are people who do like micromanagement, but they're very rare. From both an engagement and development perspective, as a leader, you need to let your team know that mastery is the key to autonomy. You might have high expectations for your team, and if they meet them consistently, that might result in you gradually backing off or letting them tackle new and exciting work in ways that might make sense. Now, obviously, if employee performance starts to slip in any way, that's when you might need to tighten the reins until expectations are met again. But as you initially go through this process of trying to establish and reestablish expectations for the team, you're going to get to the point where decisions are evident with certain people when you get promoted into leading a team you might look at things and start to realize there are some people who maybe just don't fit within the vision of the, the group you might see another person that you might need to fight tooth and nail with not to lose and to save maybe that results in you maybe having to promote them you might also inevitably realize wise to shift around specific tasks or responsibilities from one person to the other. Maybe the way work was done before doesn't make sense anymore, or it needs to be changed or you need to blow up the ship. There are some times where you just need to stop certain functions because they just don't provide any value. And that doesn't really happen until you start to understand and pull back the curtain a little bit to understand what is the team or the environment that you might have inherited. Now, no doubt you're going to start to realize that it's important to connect with employees on a regular basis. Now, some are going to be less frequent than others and maybe some are more frequent, maybe on a biweekly basis, there's some one-on-ones or some touch points, but ultimately it's important to connect with folks. So a new leader really should have a 30 day plan. And this is something that I really, I stress a lot when I, when I talk to others about this is that, you know, within the first 30 days are some essential tasks that are required. During the 30-day plan, you're going to be asking yourself a lot of questions about your people, such as maybe who needs to be managed more closely versus who needs more responsibility or autonomy. You know, do people need to navigate the ever-changing workplace differently? Is there people who need more coaching? Who's got a great attitude? Opposite of that, who might have an attitude that needs to be adjusted? Are there superstars in the team? Are there people who are dead weight on the team? Are there certain people who need a certain level of incentive to work? A certain level of motivation? Who deserves some of that stuff? Ultimately, as a new leader, when you are promoted, it's about just getting a lay of the land. What's going on? What needs to happen? Who is who? What do they do? How can you help? The best way that you can find any of this information out is through utilizing one-on-ones. They are so important to everything that you do. There's a bunch of questions that you probably need to ask, though, during these initial one-on-ones with your team. I think one of the most critical ones is asking somebody, how do they want to be led? Ultimately, like this is a question that's asking, what what's their preferred leadership style? There might be certain things that they need from you. Maybe it's certain follow-up, maybe it's certain performance metrics, maybe it's something that is just essential for them to know that they are on the right track. Now, you're going to get some people who are going to say, I don't know or I don't need anything, you might take a couple of one-on-ones to maybe break through some of those barriers because you haven't built up some of that trust and rapport. But ultimately go into each one-on-one that you have with a clear agenda. Asking almost an open-ended question of sorts to people. One icebreaker question that I think that really helped in one open-ended question that's critical is, if you were in my shoes right now, what are the things that you should want to know? Ask them to tell you more about that question. Give them the opportunity to share their input, their insights. Now, some people are going to be put off by these questions and they're not sure how to respond and that's perfectly okay. Give team members the time to think about what they need as change can be difficult for some, a new leader, someone being promoted into leading the team, whether they're from the team or outside of the team or externally is difficult. There are some people who relish the opportunity to have the attention of a new leader and that's their opportunity to just explode with lots of ideas and content and just share whatever's on their mind and there are some people who will overshare but this is that opportunity to kind of listen to what people have to say and more importantly also pick up what they don't say you're going to need to provide your team with something different and unique for each and every one of them as well because Every situation with every person is different. It can't be a one-size-fits-all. So once you've now been promoted to leading a team, it's time to buckle up because the relationship that you have with your direct reports plays a massive role in keeping you calibrated as a leader. So my final thoughts on being promoted into a leadership position is that you cannot make a second first impression. So make sure that you kick off leading your team effectively. You don't want to be seen as the leader who stumbles out of the gate. Remember your mission. Your goal for the next 30 days is to really set the tone, set the expectations, and get to know your team. There are decisions that are going to have to come. They might be tough. There might be decisions that are easy to make. But whatever it is, there are things that you need to do, but you don't want to be making those decisions so early on that you start to cause chaos for the team. Everything needs to be deliberate, planned out, and executed effectively. As a leader, you have so much responsibility, but you need to make sure you start off doing it well right from day one. You've been listening to The Chris Hanna Show. To have me speak at your next event, or for additional solutions to help you achieve more than you thought possible, visit chrishanna.ca today. For other solutions and resources designed to help companies and leaders rethink and evolve their approach to managing be sure to check out EvolvingManagement.com. Lastly, please remember to subscribe and share to receive the latest episodes wherever you listen to your podcast. We look forward to connecting with you again soon for another episode of The Chris Hanna Show.